Welcome, everybody, to the Bakery Bears radio show. My name's Dan. And my name's Kay. We should swap it around and I should go, her name's Kay. And his name's Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Always oh, sounds rude saying his and her. It's, that always makes me think of Mr. You, you know, when, when I was young, sometimes if you wanted to get someone's oh, attention. Oh, yeah, 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 you go. I never did that. Mrs. No. Mrs. Excuse me, Mrs. That's like more of a going back a few generations, isn't it? They used to say, Mrs. You're all right, Mrs. They did, but kids I knew growing up did that. Yeah. And it, I, always, I always used to think, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. That... Because you, I always used to say, Miss, you know, at school, and people, and they still do that now, isn't saying, it funny? Yes, Miss. Isn't it funny? And it's Yes, Sir, isn't it? It's Miss and Sir. Well, at it school. is, but why isn't it Mrs.? Well, that's true. Why do they presume that she's a miss? Because well, quite often she's not. Probably 50% of the time. Probably more yeah. than 50% of but the time. But if you went, not. yes, missus. <laughs> it just sounds funny, it doesn't it? It just sounds cheeky. It does sound cheeky. I yeah, quite like, whereas miss, I quite like is, miss. It sounds perfectly normal. I think it's it just no sense, become known. No, it doesn't. Cause, Weird. Because sir, it doesn't matter whether you're married or not. You're, you're still sir, aren't you? Yeah. Look, we're back with a brand new episode and this... It's a bit of a corker because how many times? Picture the scene. You have just finished a book and you're thinking, what's going to happen? What's mm-hmm. going to happen? It's mm-hmm. going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. And then it finishes. And then it finishes. And you're like, what happens next? <laughs> or how many times have you been to a film and you've loved it and it's been marvellous and you've thought, do you know what? I wish I knew what happened next. Mm-hmm. Or how many times have you watched a series that finishes on a cliffhanger mm-hmm. and then it gets cancelled? And it never comes back. Yes, today we're talking about sequels that should have been made, whether it be book, TV or film. But not only that, we're going to go one step further because let me tell you something. We live in a world where there's way too many sequels. Yes. So we're also going to throw out some of the, 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 the sequels and I've got, I'm bringing my soapbox with me today. Oh, excellent. I'm going to be putting it we'll down and I'm going to be standing We we'll love it. a bit of soapbox action. Well, there's going to be some soapbox ac- action, let me tell you, because there's one set of sequels that should not have been made. Mm. That, though, is all to come. So without further ado, I'm going to tie my other shoe. We're going to leave the washer on. The washer's on? We're going to leave the bread proving. The, uh, yes, I've got bread. Yes. Gosh, it's all on, it's all going this morning, isn't it? I've got one load waiting to go in the dryer, but I, I don't... I'm really funny. I don't like the dryer being on when no, I'm do, out right? of the house. I agree. I'm just a bit paranoid about it bursting into flames because we did have a dryer that almost did that one time, down to my stupid action. Also, though... Um, but it freaks me out. Dryers... That can happen. Yeah, because if of you the don't lint. Take care of them. Yeah, because of the lint. I clean. Yeah. I clean out the lint after everything, and, so you, and do you don't right. need to know all these things. But yeah, so the dryer's waiting to we'll go. We'll save that on. for our next episode. Our the next episode is entitled <laughs> "How to Properly Use a Dryer." <laughs> the washer is washing some towels. I can see them all swishing around. Lovely, That's also lovely. not interesting. It's very can we not get interesting. On our walk now, yes, I will open the door. Yeah, this, I feel like you, I can how feel... How long have you had those? Oh, three years. Right. Maybe four. Right. I don't know. I'm going to gauge it as I go. But I can sort of feel... 
I don't think you should be able to feel small stones through walking no, shoes. No, no, no. And no, I'm you just need conscious. some new ones. Then. Well, it wouldn't be a week, would it? A normal week, unless you needed some form of new footwear. That's running. Well, it's anything. And that's really. not true. Look, somebody's having their drive done over My there. running, that's my running shoes. You're implying I get six months worth of wear out of my running shoes. We just always seem to be buying shoes for you, darling, is all I'm, it's all running I'm referring shoes. to. Well, it's, it, no, we bought a new pair of Adidas recently for you. And they're yes, not then, but hold shoes. on, that was fun. Yeah, well... That was because I wanted... It doesn't make some... it any less of a pair of shoes, does it? That's my Look, point. it sounds like I've Look, got, like... honey, if you need some more walking <laughs> shoes, then just get them. Please. I've said to you before, just don't involve me in these things. There are ladies... Just get on and do it. There's ladies out there, aren't there, that have, like walls of shoes yeah I'm that's not, a thing isn't I'm, it it is i'm not one of those ladies unfortunately i can sort of see why that just remind me i do need to order a pair of those shoes we were talking about for me you see now i'm talking about ordering shoes for me so oh, i yes, can't yes, talk yes. can i yes. but i never buy shoes for me yes it, kay and i have hit that point in their lives which i'm sure some of our listeners will have and other of our listeners won't have yet where it's all about the support and the comfort, yeah, I otherwise... Can't, I can't wear certain shoes anymore. I can't really wear heels. Oh, that's fine, though. Um, oh, that's fine, though. Well, it's fine, but it means it's sort of... It's the pretty shoe situation yes. that I really have a problem with now. I don't really have any pretty shoes, you know, just when you're going into town or... I don't know, meeting a friend for a coffee, that kind of thing. But so, then we identified. Yeah, we found some. They're, the sort of, they're Levi's, sort of like. The sort of. Sneakery, Vans looking. Style. Yeah, but they look really nice. Yeah, the, the, the key to success, I think, for you is it's having a good amount of soul. And it did, didn't it? Yeah, it has so a really thick soul. So, yeah. And I want, so I want them in black as well, just so that they look a bit more shoe-like rather than trainer-like. And then also as well, I think that it's really important, we found these cool insoles. Yeah, the, these insoles that I use now are brilliant. Yeah, uh, it, it supports, you, you, you can find yeah, absolutely loads of them. Arch and There's loads of them available and all I did was I just looked for the one that had like the, the best reviews. Yeah. And also was the, the longest, because you get some that are like small that yeah. you're just supposed to stick under your arch. No, How these do you keep ones, that in place? I don't know. These ones are full insoles, they're brilliant. Yeah. But what I was going to say is I was watching an episode of Once Upon a Time with Bryony the other day, yeah. and Belle had on a pair of high heels I have never seen the like of in my life. She could barely walk in them. They, they must so have high. been four inches, but she's really right. short in real life. Right. The actress is really short, and she was with Robert Carlyle, who is also not tall. They never are, are they? So I think what they'd had to do is try and, because they were dancing, and I think they'd probably had to think, well, I've got to, we've got to get them on a level so we can film them. Yeah. So they had to put her, obviously, in these four-inch heels, and she could barely walk. <laughs> it's hilarious. Blackberries, look, blackberries. It's due. Yes. So will those there turn become blackberries? Yes, they will. They're like green things on the end of. Yeah, that's what they're all going to turn branch. into blackberries. That's amazing. I've never seen a so pre-blackberry blackberry. I know. God, the, the squirrels. This, this is where we saw the baby squirrels. Oh, we did. Yeah. They'll absolutely love that, They'll won't love they? They'll love the blackberries. Yeah. Gorgeous, and the birds too. Of course. Oh, a sign of autumn in June. We love that. So what, what's, that. what's that? 
Beautiful. What so rose bush there? I think this whole sequel sting. You should kick us off with a book that should have had a sequel. Ah. Oh. Well, this you, is all how know, connected. you all know what I'm going to say, and Dan knows what I'm going to yes, say. Yes. And I would think, if you know me, I go on about this particular book all the time. And it's Winter Solstice by Rosamund Pilcher. Because it's, it's probably, you know, in the top three of my favourite books. And I'm actually reading it to Bryony at the moment, which is fun. She's enjoying it. Um, but. Yeah, it ends. Yes, I mean, yes, yes. Come on, oh, gosh. tell us. I'm not. I won't give anything away in case anybody's not read it. But it ends on Christmas Eve at midnight mass. Right. Right. Which is lovely because the whole book sort of has run up to Christmas and it's all sort of really sort of set around Christmas. Yeah. But it ends on Christmas Eve, <sighs> and previously, you know, they've gone through all this process and people have bought presents and. Oh, will they like them? And they'd got all of this house, this lovely house in Scotland, all prepared yeah. for Christmas Day. Yeah. And then it ends on Christmas Eve. And I'm like, oh my gosh, did, did Sam like that present? Did, did Sam and Kerry actually get together? Because they, they sort of said, oh, you know, let's see what happens and I'll, you know, and all this business. Yeah. Did they get together? You know, how did, did Elfrida and Oscar, did they move into the little house on the estate that they inherited? Yeah. Did Sam buy their house? Yeah. Did Lucy stay at school there? You know, it's <laughs> all these questions. It drives me mad. Every time I finish it, because I've read it numerous times, I'm like, oh, I can't bear it. But she actually, Rosamund Pilcher is no longer with us, sadly, so it's never going to happen. But she wrote the book, I think, in 2000. I think it was written in 2000. Wow. And she was already quite elderly at that point. Right. So, no, there is, you know, there can never be a sequel. I always thought that it was older than that. That's amazing yeah, it was I only know. written in, in 2000. I think it was 2000. Right. Yeah, but, I mean, 2000 is 22 years ago, isn't it? Yeah, to us, that's not far. It isn't far. It seems like yesterday. Um, it, it, it raises a really interesting question because that is a... It's a sort of recognised and well-used writing technique, isn't it? Yeah. Where what you do is you leave a whole load of things hanging. Yeah. And what that does then is it gives the reader the opportunity to imagine what might have happened. And, you know, the, the question you've got to ask yourself is which would you have rathered? What, that there was a sequel? Yeah. Absolutely. Because, you know, I bet you it would be like a... I bet it would be like a cross-section in people who've read it. I bet there's a lot of people who... Maybe so. I could be I mean, wrong, though. I could be wrong. My, it, my guess is, I do think that sometimes... You see, it's, diff it's different, though. I do think you're right, because if you leave too many questions, what you're doing is you're leaving the reader wanting more. Yeah, I mean, and I guess you could say that all, all these things in my head were questions, but then you could look at it in another way in that they actually sort of resolved all of these things, like... Well, how did they? Because you just reeled off a load of yeah, questions. Yeah, I know, but you could, like, for example, Lucy, who's a 14-year-old girl, yeah. she ends up, she, she lives in London, but she ends up actually planning on staying in Scotland. Right. 
to do the last couple of years of her education. Right. Um, so in a way, you could say they've resolved that she's going to stay. Right. And that's what she wanted to do. Yeah. But to me, I'm like, oh, I wanted to see how she got on in the new school and did she make friends and, you know, all those kinds of yeah. things. Yeah. Did she stay with Oscar and Elfrida like she was planning on doing? What was the room like that they were going to make for her? What was it like? <laughs> I don't know because... there wasn't a sequel. <laughs> I think that, you know, I, I believe that I've raised a valid point in that it is good to sometimes leave some yeah, things unanswered yeah. because you can then imagine. Yeah. Clearly, this does sound like a situation where it was crying out for a sequel. Well, Do it you might think just it was be me. I don't know. Maybe she had that in mind and right. just never did it. Right. Or maybe she didn't, you know. I've read a lot of Rosamund Pilcher books yeah. and this is the only one where I felt like I need to know more. Yeah. It just, you know, it, it was a beautiful ending. It was at midnight mass uh, and, you know, Oscar was back playing the yeah. organ because yeah. he hadn't played for so long. Oh, because he, he had. No, no, he hadn't. So he was back playing the organ, beautiful Christmas music. Everybody was there at midnight mass looking forward to Christmas Day. Yeah. So it ended really lovely, but yeah. it just... Oh, I just the bare minimum yeah. I would have wanted is to find out, yes, epilogue, Christmas Day or something, or epilogue a year on. Yeah. And just let us know what had happened, you know, within that year. And that would have taken, what, five pages maybe. Yeah. Clearly it was a decision. It must have been a decision, yeah. I'll give you a book, because you've given then. a book. Yeah. It's an interesting one for me, because I've spent the majority of my life reading uh, historical books that uh, I, I don't have a lot of because I I don't think I could throw out many historical books that I think should have had a sequel no. I shouldn't because they're not that type of book no, are they? No they're not no. So thinking about the, the, the fiction books that I've read there is one that really cried out for a sequel and it's funny because the writer did write more books but he didn't write a direct sequel. Right. And when I say a direct sequel, you know, what you were saying about Winter Solstice there is carrying on what happened yeah, next, yeah. exactly what happened next. Yeah. Not, not jumping back into the story in 15 years. No. Or a prequel set 50 years before. Like literally the next day, what yes, happened? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, the book that I read, and I'll be honest with you, it didn't have cliffhangers. There wasn't anything that needed resolving. I just loved the book that much. Yeah. I could have read another book. Yeah. And I would have been interested to find out, you know, yeah. what happened to the characters. And the book was Redwall. Oh, right. I thought they had sequels. They Weren't have. there numerous books? There are numerous books. First of all, none of the numerous books, I believe, in my humble opinion, are anywhere near as good as the first one. Right. But it is not a direct sequel oh, it's right, not a okay. picking up with those characters right. straight afterwards saying what happened next it's sort of just set in the same universe yes think of it like marvel oh, oh i'd rather not <laughs> yes. okay but but now you get my gist yeah it, it is books written in the same universe yeah, I get it. um I get it. and so i'm afraid i didn't really like any of them and uh, i did read quite a few of them and yeah. I've read quite a few of them to Bryony too. Yeah. But the first one stands so far yeah, yeah. head and shoulders above the rest. And I think what had been successfully done and then not done in the, the later books is he'd created loads of really vivid, great characters. Yeah. 
I think he thought, oh, I'll do it again. Yeah. Well, he failed. And I don't know whether it was an element of, you have written about these great characters so well that now you've got to write about them some more because I just can't, I can't get into these new ones. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So he'd either not done as good a job or that first book was just so good that it was difficult to follow. It's so, Brian Jakes, isn't it, that yeah. wrote Redwall? Yeah. yeah, it is. So I would have loved a sequel to Redwall. Yeah. What about TV shows, though? Can you think of any that TV shows that should have had a sequel? That should have had a sequel. If you can't, don't worry, because I can throw one well, out. Well, throw one out to me and then it'll... So there was a series, probably mid-2000s, this series came out, and it was about an alien invasion. Oh, V, no, 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 they did about- Oh, it was called Invasion. Yeah, they did about six series of- uh, Oh, we loved it. Invasion was loosely based on Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, right. And it starred Eddie Sebrian, who you may remember- I know that name. As the vicar or the priest from- (gasps) Oh! Yes. Sunset Beach. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, come on, people, Sunset Peach, yes. Also, also, (laughs) I can't remember the name of the actress, but it's a blonde actress who was in 24. She played the sort of chief of staff of the president, was he called Noah? Oh, Oh, I know the woman. Yes. Yeah, she was having a thing with him, wasn't she? Yeah, in twenty four. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and when we saw her in twenty four, we were like, "That's that alien woman." Yes, yes, that's right. Yes. yes. And then the the big star in the film in the film in the TV series was William Fichtner. Uh, now, I know w- that name. William Fichtner's been in loads and loads of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I can see his face. It's difficult for me. I can. He was definitely in Prison Break in right. in later seasons of Prison Break, but he was also in films like. Oh, the one that you really don't like about the ship that sinks. The storm. No. Is it called the storm? It's the one about the... The true story? Yes. That's the perfect storm. The perfect Close. storm. Do you know what? Mm. I read the book of the perfect storm and the book is nothing like the film. Yeah. The, the book is a factual retelling. Oh, right, okay. Of, of, of that storm. Facts that they act- oh, right, okay. So those fishermen are a teeny, teeny portion of it. it. And the book is brilliant. Yeah, I mean, the reason I don't like the film is because... It's all make-believe. It's all make-believe. I didn't know when I watched it, but, I mean, this is a spoiler, so if you haven't... It was years ago. If you haven't seen it, then don't listen, but... Yeah, um, well, uh, skip forward three minutes. Yeah. (laughs) They they basically all die, so... Yes. How can you... How do you know that what they've just portrayed was true? Yes, yes. And all the way through it, I'm thinking it was a factual, you know, based on a true story type thing. So at the end of it, I just went, well, that was an absolute waste of my time because (laughs) I thought thought it was based on a true story. Well, (sighs) Invasion, uh, it was 22 episodes and we watched them all. We did, we loved it. And basically the, the, the premise of the show was that there had been, they were in the sea. Yeah, that's right. And basically, they were getting people when they were in the sea. That's right. And they were taking over their bodies. And alienating them, yes. And you didn't know if if the person had gone or if the person was still there. So if it was a duplicate or if it was like a symbiosis, there's a good word. Oh, yeah, we got that in a crossword, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, 
I can't remember exactly who it was, but the, the first season, and only season, <laughs> the season, yeah. finished with, was it, it was either Eddie, I think it was Eddie Seabrian. I think he realised that his wife had been got. Yeah. And so he decided, I think he decided to, to, to go and get got himself. That's right. So he ended up going into the the, the, the sea. The sea, and, yeah, yeah. I remember somebody going into the sea at the end. Because I'm pretty sure that William Fichtner had already been got. Yeah. He was the police chief. So it, it was, I mean, it was the ultimate sort of cliffhanger because for, yeah, for me yeah. it was like, well, what happens now? What happens now? And yeah. I think there was tons and tons of cliffhanger. It was finished exactly like any TV show finishes yeah, that's expecting to come they, back next year. Yeah, they thought they were going to come back with a new series, didn't well, they? Well, hold on. I've done some research. All oh, right. They thought they were coming back with four more series. Gosh, and it just got cancelled. Yeah. Oh, and it was really and good. Invasion supposedly regularly comes up on in magazines yeah. where they do about you know TV shows yeah, that yeah. should have had a sequel. Yeah. People are like crazy yeah, about it. Yeah. It was really good. We really it was. enjoyed it. <laughs> If you watched it, let us know. What about films then? Films. Films that should have had a sequel. That should have had a sequel. Yes. <laughs> well, you, you throw one out. You know I'm not very good oh, at thinking of things. I'll I, I tell you what I'm going to do, actually. I'm going to do another TV show. Oh, right, okay. And that TV show, you, know, you see, it's funny because what when, it's not that this TV show needed a sequel because that's not how this TV show worked, but this TV show needed another season. Right. And that TV show is all or nothing. Oh gosh, what is going on with all or nothing, everybody? If you've got some inside knowledge, then do comment and let us know because well, I, we blooming love all or nothing. So we're referring to, it's, it's a documentary series. It's a sports documentary series. Yeah. And now all or nothing, it's on Amazon. And it's been done on a number of different sports, but the only one that we've really watched and loved is we've watched the American football seasons. Yeah. We also watched the college football season. We did. And yeah. it might be worth watching that again, actually. It might be, yeah. Anyway, it finished in 2019 with the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. And I'm certain there was a plan yeah. to do the season after. But COVID hit. COVID hit, and so they had to pull it because it was impossible because everything was, was locked down and so yeah. you couldn't have a TV crew no. working like that with uh, a team no, so closely. No. And then, you know, regularly I'd sort of look to see, oh, you know, what's going to happen? Yeah. Is something going to come about? And nothing has. Nothing has. And, you know, we are two English people in the north of England as far removed from True. the sort of... The, the, the hot zone yeah. of American football love. Oh my gosh, is it raining or coming off the coming trees? Off the trees. It's coming it's off like the trees. It's like it's pouring down. Yeah. It poured with rain this morning. It did. It's stopped raining now, but it's absolutely pouring off the trees that we're walking under. And this, this, I mean, All or Nothing is a superb show. Oh, it's brilliant. Because what it does is, it, you know, I'll be the first to admit, following any sports team, it's difficult to really connect yeah. with the team because you don't really know no, about... No. And also in the world that we live in today, it, it, your portrayal of that team is very driven by what they want you to think. Yeah, that's right. Whereas all or nothing, you really get to know... You really get to know the, the players. People. Yeah, you do. You know, every season... And the coaches. Yeah. Every season. I mean, we've watched 
We've watched it three times yeah. every season. This is our third time through. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's such a brilliant thing. And it's the type of thing that I just think should be on every year. Yeah. Because, you know, for people like us. It does such a like great us, job of promoting yeah. the sport as well, yeah. really. Because yeah. it was from this that I became a fan of yeah. the Cardinals. Yeah. And the but, sport in general. And the sport in general. And, and Kane Hill. Let yeah. me tell you, folks. Kane Hill's knowledge of things is yeah, really quite good. impressive. Yeah, I'm pretty good. She's really good. Yeah. And I I'm know talking. lots of things now. I'm talking as well, you know, not just about teams, I'm talking about rules and understandings of... Yeah, I'm getting good. Yes. I so, kind of know more about what's going on. All or nothing should just be every year. Yeah, it should. Whilst American football exists. There's enough teams to go round. Yes. Now, you yeah. see, there'll be people out there, certainly in the States and maybe Canada, who are saying, well, HBO... Yeah now do hard knocks in season right folks that's similar isn't it it's exactly the same concept yeah. we can't get it in the can't uk get it. it's like the most can't get frustrating it. annoying it really is like oh my goodness you know why keep it closed off to america no no Just... no they ain't closing it off who is is it the television i tell you the problem the problem is sky oh right who know nothing about american football give it the barest cursory glance right. own the rights to broadcasting HBO Aww. in the UK right and because the viewing figures would be low yeah comparatively comparatively they just don't think it's worth broadcasting it but what frustrates us is we are but then they put on other random sports total don't rubbish they? yeah anyway we are we subscribe to NFL Game Pass, so we can get NFL, you know, it's the yeah. full NFL channel. Yeah. And it just, it, it should be on there. It should be on there. Because if it's not going to be broadcast, you know, if the, if the people have got the rights to it, choose not to broadcast it, the deal should have been done in such a way where the NFL can go, right, okay, well, yeah. we'll just broadcast it, you know, our, our own way. Yeah. So all or nothing. And you don't need to be, you know, some, you out there listening might think, oh, I'm not interested in American football. Neither was I. Yeah, I know. Honestly, I, was, I had zero interest, yeah. but because it's so kind of people-based yes. yes. and you're getting to know the characters yes. and yes. the personalities, yes. it's just fascinating. Yes. And anybody who enjoys all of the programmes, you know, people-watching type programmes. If you enjoy life. Yeah, you, you would really love it because, yeah. you know, there are some characters that Brilliant. I've subsequently <laughs> gone on to love, and yes. you know, I love that player, he's yes. amazing. Or coach. Or coach, yeah, and yeah. it's because of their characters yeah. and their personalities, and there are some that I can't even bear. Yeah. <laughs> the season which we love to hate is the, is the yes. Dallas Cowboys. Yes, <laughs> we love watching it yeah. because it's, it's just really so... Oh my gosh, I can't even begin. Uh, can't so even yes, begin to tell you what I think about that team. Should have had a sequel. Okay. Yeah, can you sort of think of any films? That should or shouldn't have had? Sh that should have. Uh, and then we'll move on to shouldn't after. We've done films that should have had a sequel. Oh, you'll have to give me a clue. Okay, well, we went to see a film on Kay's birthday uh, a number of years ago. Ah, uh, yes. And I'm, I'm really, I'm quite shocked that you didn't. 
say I'm this sorry. One, to be perfectly honest. But whatever you think is what I think, so that's why I just let you think. That's really bad, isn't that's it? That's not quite true, ladies and gentlemen. But anyway, <laughs> um, so we went to see, and this is funny because I'm going to contradict myself. And I'm sure you'll agree, but you know, we'll, we'll see how we go. We'll, we'll see what you say, you know, as, mm -hmm. as we move on. Because it sounds to me like you've got some films that shouldn't have been. Oh, lots. All right, okay. <laughs> so yeah, we'll do a quick one that should have been, and then we'll move on to the ones that shouldn't. So yeah, we went to see Solo, a Star Wars story. We did. And for me, it's like the quintessential, perfect yeah. Star Wars movie. Yeah. That movie Agreed. is it, in my opinion brilliant. that movie is better than any other Star Wars yes. movie that's ever been made. It is. And I love a New Hope. Yeah, me too. It's a brilliant film. I love all of those, yeah. you know, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of Jedi. Yeah. But Solo a Star Wars story is stupendous. It is. And Solo a Star Wars story ends yeah. in a way similar, I think, to Winter Solstice. Yeah, yeah. Where it's saying I need a sequel. Yeah, because something major is going to happen. <laughs> yes, something something major is in the process yes. of going on, and yeah. it's like, oh my goodness, it just, <laughs> end, it just ended. You know, the the the, the cast was brilliant. Oh, yeah. The cast was brilliant. Yeah. And the you know the storyline was great. It was so Star Warsy. Some of the it best. It was brilliant. I mean, some of the most iconic Star Wars characters ever created, because Enfys Nest is just brilliant she's fabulous it, 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 you know it, it's this young yeah she's the woman most brilliant actress yes and she that actress is going to be in the tv series willow oh right that's going to be on that, disney definitely. plus yeah but it, just stupendous i mean she's brilliant and really iconic she's in one film yeah. but you know in one film has become the most and iconic she, she actually doesn't say that much no no this is how brilliant she was she you doesn't know need she to. doesn't say that much yeah she's got such presence yeah. and you know character within yeah. herself brilliant but then also Kira, the Amelia Clark yeah. character, is just stupendous because yeah, she is. you know it's like a romantic love interest, and yeah, it's very yeah, sort yeah. of sweeping romancey, and then it? turns completely yes. on on its head, and she yeah. suddenly becomes like potentially a, a brilliant villain. Yeah, and you're like, I want to see this, mm. and I know that the actress wants to play this. Yeah, and then also as well, you then pull in. One of the biggest mistakes that was made in the Star Wars prequels was killing off Darth Maul, who yeah. for me is just one of the best Star Wars villains ever. And he's in it too, he's which is it. just tremendous. Yeah. So, solo a Star Wars story, and the, my the goodness. The man who played Lando, which for me was the, he was my favourite. He was superb. Oh, but amazing. I do have to say that I went into that extremely sceptical. Yeah, yeah, we both did. I was like, you cannot do this because there is only one yeah, Han Solo. Absolutely, and we and came, I came out, out of that <laughs> saying there yeah. is only one Han Solo, yeah. and it's not Harrison Ford. It's Alden Ehrenreich, and you know we came out and we were walking along the corridor when we came out, and I turned to you and I said I was like cautiously saying, "What did you think?" And you just went, "I loved it," and I went, "Oh my God, I loved it." <laughs> we loved it so much. Yeah. We went back to see it six times, I think. <laughs> We actually, yeah. we, we lied to our daughter. We did, we did. We taught, yeah, we did. We snuck off a couple of times when she was at school yes. to watch it again. She, I think she saw it four times. Shocking behaviour. That's um, just, yeah. for, for me, <laughs> that, that, 
the, there's two standout films of my life. It's that and it's Back to the Future. Yeah, and because we watched it on my birthday as well. Yeah. Just made it extra special. We do all the best things on your birthday. We do. Now, films that shouldn't have been made. Go. Right. Where to begin? Do you know, the first one actually is extremely controversial. Right. And it's very controversial. But this actually is films and books. Right. And it's the Harry Potter series. Right. <laughs> so you're all going, oh my gosh, I can't believe she thinks that. Now, I'm not saying, oh, hello, Betty. I'm not saying there shouldn't have been more than one book. But I, I enjoyed the first three books. I read the first three books before any of the films came out. Yeah. But then I haven't read any of the other books. Yeah. I actually enjoyed the first three films. Yeah. And then it all went wrong, in my opinion. Yeah. It all went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it just... The books and the films, the films in particular, but it just went far too dark, far too adult, in my opinion. Yeah. Just sad, and I just didn't like the storylines at all. Well, I, we've spoken about this before. It should have been a three-book thing, she, in my opinion. She's a very troubled person. She is, yeah. And, and we've spoken about this at length, and I think we're right. And I think that she knew exactly what she was doing. I think, yeah. She was setting out to create this lovely, lovely world, which and was then, what her life yeah. was. And then just destroy it. And then it. she was going to destroy it all because that's what's happened to her. I think there's definite reflections on her own yes. experiences. Yes, and I think it's just, I, 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 I do think I it's tragic. Yeah, it's just I tragic. I don't like at all anything from sort of book four and book and film four onwards. Because we've seen, I, I we've seen like making ofs, haven't we? We and, have, we have. And in the making ofs, they actually say that, you know, we took the decision as the series went on, yeah. we wanted to get rid of the colour. Yeah. We wanted to make everything and grey and it horrible. Almost and becomes black and white. Yeah. And all you've got to do really is watch the first film and just, for me, it's a joyous film. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, oh, it's just lovely. Yeah. I love the first film, I love yeah. the first book. I think you're right. I mean, I think it was such a great start. Yeah. And then, you know, it just totally. And also, something, if you look at, like, for example, the original covers of the books. Yeah. And I've got a couple of the original covers, not yeah. first edition, sadly, but it's the original covers. They were bright and fun, and yeah. they were kind of more childlike graphics. Yeah. And then you look at the newer stuff, it's very much darker and quite adult in the way it's portrayed. Yeah. Um, and I think, although I know a lot of adults really enjoy the series, yeah. I think the first book was aimed at yeah. certainly a, yeah, a yeah. more child audience. Yeah, yeah, it was, definitely. And maybe as they went on, I don't know, she decided to change. No, I think that the, the plan all along, I think it was a, you know, lovely, childlike, wonderful, you know, because yeah. that's what, if you think about, you know, let's think about, if I think about my own life, you start off with childlike joy, everything's got colour, everything's yeah. marvellous, and then stuff happens, Yeah. and my goodness, stuff has happened to us. Yeah. You've got two choices in life, haven't you? You either go down with a ship, or you 
do up your shoelaces, you yeah. stand up straight, yeah. you put a smile on your face, you get out into the world and you make the most of life. Yeah. Don't get sucked yeah, into the darkness. You know, the killing off of, of key characters, oh, I, I just can't bear it. I can't even bear it. So I do, you know, I have watched all of the films because Bryony at one point a few years ago got into it really, really big and wanted to watch them all. So I have watched them all. But I only really enjoy the first three. Yeah. And after that, I'm not interested. Yeah. Um, it's just too much. It's too much and goes on too long, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. I read all the books as well. Yeah. I would never have chosen to do that. No. Because I was never into it. You read them all to Brian when I she did. was a bit younger, didn't you? I yeah. did. I've read them all from, from start to finish. Yeah. And I mean, they're all, I mean, they're all well written. Yeah. It's just that, you know, like you say, it goes from being lovely and light and lovely yeah. to being horrible and dark and not very nice at all. Yeah. So, the moment has come. I'm going to get my soapbox. Right, go on then. I wish I had one now. I sort of want to plop it down and stand on it and we go for it. We should get us an actual soapbox, yes. can we? <laughs> I want to know where that expression comes from now. Well, it'll be in back in the day, won't it? Somebody will have got a box that contains soap from a grocer's or something and we'll, we'll have gone into a town square and stood on it. But people, it's got to be something like that. People used it? to do that, didn't they? I don't know if it was the town cries that used to stand right. on them. Right, so there'll be something like that, yeah. Well, yeah. look, back in, oh, 2000, oh, crumbs, was it? Was it 2014 or 2015? I can't quite remember as we walk along the M25. Oh, God, you'd think so, wouldn't you? The way that people drive up this road, it, like, a million miles an hour when two seconds later they've got to stop for a roundabout. Now, hold on a minute. I thought I was on my soapbox. She's pushed me off. <laughs> it but drives it, me mad. People's driving abilities or lack of. Especially it's when the it's, thing that makes me really nervous about driving. It's not physically driving. It's the I other would people. drive forever. <laughs> yeah. It's other people on the road. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> This is about a set of sequels oh, right. that came out that basically took my childhood and ripped them up into little shreds oh, no. right. and, and okay. took my childhood and much of my adult life into the bin and, and poured bleach on it and flushed it down the toilet. Oh no, I think I know what you're going to say. Carry on. And these three sequels are the seven, eight, nine of Star Wars. I you was going to say that. I find that I'm personally and utterly insulted that and I, you know I'm really am quite angry about this. Return of the Jedi finished and it was the perfect end. It was. And no one needed to know what happened next. No. No one needed to see. It ended in a way where it was enough. No you, one needed to knew, see aging princesses. No, you no knew, one needed you to knew see. Enough. Not only handsome, aging princesses, it's princesses dying. Well, all of them dying. Oh, don't even. I mean. But, but worst of all, right, if you're going to make those films, at the very least, write three coherent storylines yeah. that actually work together. Yeah. You know, don't write... They don't at all. I mean, it, they are literally... I cannot begin to tell you how utterly rubbish each one of these films are. The, the, just appalling. So appalling. just name, name the films for me. Just... The Force Awakens, oh, right. The Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker. Yes, I, I agree wholeheartedly. travesty 
that was designed solely for Disney to make money, to make money. off people like me yeah. who saw it when I was a kid. Yeah. Because Disney could have gone, and I would not have had one single problem with them writing a new film yeah. set in the Star Wars universe. Absolutely. Completely new. Don't take the characters that I grew up with yeah. and kill them off. Yeah. Also make them damaged oh i know i know let's make it like real life yeah you know let's make it real this is the movies mm. i don't go to the movies to see real i get up on the morning and i see real i agree you know it's about escapism escapism and you know oh, it's just, why i don't like political things and all yeah, this yeah. kind of stuff coming into yeah. films it's just the the mo I, I cannot begin to tell you how utterly insulted, disappointed, frustrated and angry about those films th th that I am. But, you know, it's fine because you just never need to watch them. <laughs> no. We, I actually recently watched The Force Awakens again with Barney. Yeah. She wanted to watch it yeah. when it was half term and you were busy. So I said, right, OK, I'll, I'll watch it with you. And it was funny watching it again after not watching it for a few years. I, I didn't enjoy it at all. No. And... I just thought, you know, this acting actually is not really very good. Yeah, what sort of sorted me out a little bit with, with Star Wars and enabled me to make my peace a little bit with the new films is, had Disney not bought the franchise, then Solo A Star Wars Story That's would true. never have been made. Yeah. And, you know, what Solo A Star Wars Story did brilliantly after Force Awakens had killed him off so horribly yeah. was that, you know, the, the world, there's, I think for all of us, there's going to be people that we've read about or that we've watched in films that make us feel better to think that they might be out there yeah. in the world or in, in the galaxy yeah. having adventures. And, you know, for me, it's Han Solo and Chewbacca. Absolutely. I want to think that, yeah, that they might be make-believe, but, but, you know... we can't think that anymore, can It's we? nice to think, yeah, you can, because you just go watch... True, and you just forget about so a Star Wars story. what happened in... Well, I just don't acknowledge that that film even exists. No. You know, that those films exist. Because, in all honesty, you know, if an actor had said, OK, I'll be in it, but you've got to kill me off... Yeah. ...then I would have said, well, we, we either can't make the film then, or yeah. we're going to have to rewrite it and you're not going to be in it. Yeah, I mean... Because just to kill him off, just because that's what the actor wanted, is well, just the worst... That, that, that's what it was. That's, well, you said that to me, didn't you? And yeah, but you see... I know that he was sort of sick of being associated with Han Solo. The thing is, he, well, he wanted to be killed off. I think he wanted to be killed off in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And then he was also, you know, then really keen for it to be a Return of the Jedi. Anyway, anyway, you know... Whatever the reason. Forget it. Yes. Look... Sorry to end on a slight downer, <laughs> but Look, it's not because uh, we spoke about lots of things that we, we did, think needed we did, sequels at the, at the start the end, of the show. Yeah, at the end of the day, we know that you know you might disagree with some things we've said, but everyone's you know we're not going to fall out with anybody. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Well, they are, and it wouldn't be a very interesting show if we just well, came no. on and just. Oh, I nearly took my jacket off with, with my, my microphone on. still. Do <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be a very interesting show if we just came here and no, and, and wouldn't the world spoke grey? Wouldn't the world be boring if everybody agreed with each other? We, we could just come on the show and talk like politicians. Yeah, we could. Never actually say anything. Never say or anything. Or commit to anything. Just talk a lot yes, and say yes. nothing. And do you know what? That's the other thing. Just picking up again on all or nothing on on sports. Mm. 
you know, when you watch sportsmen after games, they tend to talk like politicians. Yeah. And that does not happen. Do. I often say to you, don't I? You know, he's, he's, what is he saying? Nothing. What is this man actually yeah. saying? Trust the process. Yeah. You know, there, there's yeah. like all these sort of, I think they call them Oh, it's tropes. an opportunity. We see it as an opportunity when yeah. they've lost. Yeah, yeah, I know, um, I know. Yeah. And what's so great about All or Nothing is you get to see actually what they really think and yeah. how they really feel. Yeah. So definitely, if you haven't watched that and you like life, yeah. And you like sort of, you know, seeing people, you know, working yeah, hard yeah, to try and yeah, get on. Yeah. Definitely worth a watch. Folks, that's the end of We're another back show. back home. Can you hear the washer again? It's still not finished. My goodness. I think we could have done could three talk. shows I could, on well, sequels. I could talk all day about why washing machines have programmes that are four hours long. Ladies and gentlemen, and that is the title of our next show. <laughs> it's not really. It's not. We'll see you in two weeks with more radio <laughs> shows. See show. you soon, everyone. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears radio show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.